people say that it can't work, black and white. Here, we make it work every day. We still have our disagreements, of course. But before we reach for hate, always, always, we listen to the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for, remember the Titans, 2000. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 121, that's 121, where there are links to contact us, vote on the movies we cover, and help fund the show via Patreon alongside wait, our wait, wait, awesome wait. patrons. Already fall. Sorry, patrons. You know, I'm the master interrupter. <laughs> this is episode 121. How is this not a Back to the Future episode? Oh, just, well, because we covered uh, Back to the Future already. I know. It just seems like a, a weird missed opportunity. But oh, well, it's time to remember the Titans and the Patriots. Where were you like support. five months ago when we were planning this out? First mate, Paul Powers. Um, I was probably like in the basement cleaning out the ship's gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I was in steerage. Uh Anyway, back to you, patrons. We want to thank you, Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, The Film and Film Podcast, Pierre Guzman, and a secret patron as well. Thank you guys so much for your support. It means a lot. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I predicted that Remember the Titans would be a nostalgic movie. Now, before we introduce our guest host, here is your Francisco's Flash announcement. What? What? Okay, so I have to apologize to some of our patrons who contribute $5 or more uh, each episode. You should have had a couple chances already this year to personally pick a movie for us to cover, and I totally dropped the ball on that. They Uh, did by voting at Cast... cast, What is it? Cast your vote? um, Yeah, but that's like a collective effort. This is like you're a patron at the $5 or more level. You get to pick a movie by yourself that you want us to cover. Oh, uh, sweet. So I'm so sorry that I, I dropped the ball on that. I take full responsibility since I'm the captain. Uh, but wait, if I were to pay measly $5, I could make us review the Care Bear movie. You, yes, you could. <laughs> um, but, and to wow. make up for it, we're going to start, we're going to start this now. And as sort of a buff or incentive or a, a oopsie daisy. So here's what we're going to do. You can choose any movie. That's 15 years or older, even if Paul and I have not seen it. What? So you can oh, you have no. your carte blanche to choose whatever movie. Though if you pick a horror movie that me and Paul aren't okay with seeing, that may be the, the clincher. So It still has to fit within our guidelines. Yeah, maybe give us a few options. But here's what we're going to do. I'm going to roll a die. Uh, I wanted to ha- get a four-sided die, but it's just going to be a Google die here. <laughs> Here's, here's how we're going to do this. Uh, one will be Deb Powers' pick. Two will be our secret patron's pick. Three will be Jared Holzhauer's pick. And four will be Patrick Hicks' pick. So let me roll that. Here we go. Roll die. And result is three. So that was Jared's pick, I think. Yes. It wasn't- so Jared, Jared Holzhauer, we will be contacting you 
to ask what movie you personally want us to cover, and we'll cover it uh, sometime. Oh, we'll cover it after this block of five movies. That's I was supposed to say sometime next year, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After we covered all the other movies we wanted to cover. That was your <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Not so flash announcement. <laughs> now let's get to <laughs> yeah, our Yeah, the flash guessos. didn't even show up. Or did he? Hi, Paul. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, here is your trivial question, Paul. The real Cheryl Yost, who is the daughter in this Remember the Times movie, unfortunately led a relatively short life, passing away from an undetected heart condition in 1996 at the age of 34. Cheryl had been a major supporter of her father's coaching efforts, though by her father's own account, she was not as rabid of a football fan as the film depicts. However, because of the relationship that she had with her father, her hearty interest in sports in general, and her untimely death before this film was produced, her three sisters had no problem with Cheryl being portrayed as the only child while they were omitted from the film. Paul, what aspect of your dad's life, if it were turned into a movie, would they want you to be his sidekick in because of your hearty interest in said aspect? I'm sorry. I don't understand. (laughs) What's an interest you and your dad share? Really, that's the core question, Paul. What interests do me and my dad share? Yes. I guess we both like to watch movies. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty boring movie, though. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess it could be comedic. But, Paul, what was your prediction for Remember the Titans? <laughs> More comedic than the real life. Okay. Um, oh, I predicted that it would be a classic. Classic. All right. And we are joined once again. So glad to have him back. Our chief entertainer, or one of them, Nate Henderson. Welcome back to the show, Nate. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for being back. And Nate, Mm -hmm. here is my trivial question for you. Okay. Tourists often went to the real T.C. Williams High School after the movie was released, according to Sports Illustrated, and were very surprised that the real school does not look like the one in the movie. The movie was not filmed in Alexandria. It was filmed in various locations in Georgia. Nate, have you ever traveled to a film location intentionally? Like you went there because it was a film location. Um, well, let me think. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I I'm sure that I my family and I visited some like locations when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like when I was really because we lived in Southern California when I for like for the first 8 years of my life. Oh nice. And I think we like went through Hollywood one time oh, like cool. <laughs> like finding stuff. But honestly, the only thing I can like <laughs> the only sets I've even visited are in Universal Studios Hollywood. <laughs> so I was gonna say, did you ever go to Universal Studios? That, that's super sad. But it was like, but it was it was interesting though. In all reality, like I loved Back to the Future, and yes. so it was really it was really interesting seeing the town. Oh, totally. Um, square that they had, and thinking, Hillbell. wow, this yeah. is actually a lot smaller than yeah. they made it look mm-hmm. in the thing. But that's that's as close as I I probably can probably come to. To, to being disillusioned, you know, of <laughs> a set. What about it? What about you guys? Have you have you ever visit intentionally visited oh. something that was part of the Paul? Part Paul of the, would probably spend the rest of this episode naming off all the ones okay. he's visited. Yeah, fair so enough. Give he's, us one, Paul. Yeah. He's a worldly. Yeah, the last one I went to was the house of um, 
uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith that that was filmed at, which is like a mile away from the house that Father the Bride was filmed at. Those oh, really? are the last two ones that I've been to. Oh, okay. But, and for me, it was a while ago now, but I went up to go see the Goonies house in Astoria, Oregon. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. On my bucket list for this year. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Nate, for coming back to the show, like I said. And what was your prediction for Remember the Titans? Oh, man. I, do, I debated back and forth about this. I put down nostalgic. Mm, okay. So I put down nostalgic. Between nostalgic and? And classic. Okay. I, I was trying to, yeah. Anyway, but time, <laughs> time will tell exactly. what the final verdict is. Exactly. And uh, so we'll be getting to a final verdict. Paul, will you please tell us when that's going to happen as well as what else we'll be covering in this episode? It'll happen about 45 minutes from now. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so just jump ahead. <laughs> the time mark will be inserted here. Just <laughs> kidding. It won't be because we're not going to do that. But we're going to have a roundtable discussion on remembering the Titans and what we uh, remember and what we uh, didn't remember and uh, what we liked and didn't like. And we'll come back for our final rating. Sounds good. Alice, when you find when you remember the Titans and lock them in on our targeting computer, uh, uh, take us to the year 2000. In the year 2000. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. What's going on? We want to warm up a little different tonight. Disney Pictures. We're gonna let these people know who's gonna win state, right? Right, 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 right. right. The film critics gave two thumbs up. Hey, no mountain high. Filled with heart and soul. You did a good job up here. Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. We are team. A Jerry Bruckheimer production. Remember the Titans. Available to own on video and Disney DVD. Tuesday, March twentieth. Yes, available to own. Way back then and now, um, if you remember that there are stores where you can buy movies. <laughs> Worst All segue ever. Uh, but here's our memory mind melt synopsis for Remember the Titans. 1960s, in a southern town of USA, where discrimination and racial tensions are already at a boiling point, the high school football team is segregated until Denzel Washington shows up as, as the new coach. The white and black athletes don't like or trust each other, so it's up to Denzel to unite the team together under the same banner, which he does. The high school football team learns to play with people of different colored skins and learn about each other's cultures. Denzel teaches the players to look past the differences and multiple friendships are formed. The team starts winning game after game and eventually become an inspiration for the whole town as to what can happen when we set aside our differences and work together on a dream. Then the team wins a big game and even death cannot break the Titans' camaraderie. Except uh, for the person who died. <laughs> <laughs> no, even in death. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, that's mainly because this happened in the 70s, not the 60s. But uh, right. I think for the most part, that was right, though. <clears throat> I was well, I was surprised that it uh, I I really had thought it started or it happened in the 1960s and I was like 1971 as soon as that yeah that yeah. that year came on I was like wow that it was it was all still going on for sure yeah, yeah. because the 60s were known for the the racial tensions more than the 70s yes. so that's that's that makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. 
Indeed. But uh, will you please also let us know, Paul, what makes sense in terms of how this movie was technically produced, like who was in it, how it did the box office, that type of stuff. All right. Let's see. These guys are teens. So Teen Titans animated series came oh, out in my 2003, goodness. ran for five seasons till 2007. I remember uh, them. Who were in the yeah. te- What superheroes made up the Teen Titans? At this one, it was uh, Robin, Cyborg, uh, the Changeling, that that orange girl, and the. Will you tell us about girl. Remember the Titans, please, Paul? Oh well, well, make up your melons. Gosh, all right. Remember the Titans, rated PG, runs an hour and fifty three minutes, and was released in theaters on December twenty. Oh, sorry, September 29th in the year two thousand. It was. Uh, Stars uh, Denzel Washington, Will Patton, Wood Harris, Ryan Hurst, Donald Faison, a uh, bunch of people like Ethan Serpy, who I call Big Slurpy, Hayden, oh my gosh. and a Terry. I don't know how to say your last name, Hayden. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Kate Bosworth. I think. Yeah, good enough. Uh, Ryan Gosling and a few other people were in there. And, uh, You'd think with a cast like that, we would have covered lots of movies that these actors were also in. But it turns out the only one would be Donald Faison, who played Petey in Remember the Titans. He was also in Can't Hardly Wait, which was we covered at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 65. Oh, yeah. You know the guy who plays Julius, Wood Harris? He's been in Ant-Man and Creed and Dread. He's been in a lot of movies lately. I know. I'm like, that's where I know you from, from Dread. Oh, yeah. So I don't remember any of that. So I have to rewatch all these movies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, the budget of Remember the Titans was about thirty million. I think a little less than that, and went on to gross over a hundred and thirty million. Whoa! Apparently, the, lots of people remembered them, uh, or uh, they made uh, a Titanic return. Ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, thanks, uh, but. Let's see what you guys liked about this movie. Let's start with our guest, Nate. What's one thing you liked about Alrighty. Uh basically any part that Denzel Washington is talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like like any speech he makes, uh Every especially move he the, takes, the the Gettysburg the Gettysburg his Gettysburg address, if you mm, will. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really just a really poignant moment in the movie and it was it just signified the turning point for the whole team and it was just it was just he's just he's such a good actor like oh, they get, totally, yeah. you know he could read the ingredients off of a McDonald's Big Mac carton and it would just sound amazing so <laughs> it's like it's like it's just he just he everything he everything he does everything he touches is awesome mm-hmm. yeah they they were actually looking for somebody cuz the original coaches uh very hard and very mean and he gives speeches and they said but he's the main guy we need to find someone who's likable but can also deliver these speeches <laughs> and who can we get so they they did a good job casting denzel totally Is yeah that, you, you can't really go wrong with that yeah <laughs> it's like, was denzel one of your likes as well paul um, one of my likes was uh just the cast in general was oh. amazing mm. Um, 
just like all the people that I named, especially like young Hayden, where she really shined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was the the breakout star of this movie that uh, for s- such a little a little actress in height there, but to re- it was very believable. Yeah, I just and and all the different characters brought. I thought everyone brought their A game to this, so mm-hmm. it was very. It made it very enjoyable for this ensemble cast to come together to see different aspects well, of the story. Well, Paul, but would you say all the opposing teams brought their A game because they lost? Apparently not. <laughs> okay, well, so not, maybe not they, everyone brought it. Maybe they did, but they're just not as good as the Titans, you know? I suppose so. Yeah, not everyone's A game can be perfect. That's and these guys were going for perfection. Yeah. But going back, circling back to what you were saying, Nate, yeah, I something I liked was all of uh, Boone's Denzel Washington speeches were like really motivating. And I'm like, how do you come up with these things on the cuff? That's crazy. Do you write these things ahead of time? Because those are amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it, it, I like the way the character is written, too, because you get the mm-hmm. impression that he has used these words, not necessarily the Gettysburg uh, speech, but the just like the way he talks to the team and addresses the players, like he he has a, an arsenal in his belt, ready yeah. to go, firing yeah. off, letting people know, you know, totally. uh, what's up. So, speaking of arsenal, yes, oh, no. I another like I have is how Boone runs his team like a military unit. I feel like that's I just really like that that it's like Very you structured. do this. I this is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. <laughs> And no, that was good. You, that was good. you fumble, Paul. You get your uh, foot in your John what? Something? John Brown. John Brown John hind, Brown and then you run a mile. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. I, I, I really like that aspect of his character as well. John Brown's very popular in the South. Oh, yeah. Who is John Brown? I have no idea. It's just a, uh, an expression that's been around oh. for generations. Okay. Uh, Nate, let's go back to you. What's something else you liked? Uh, that was that was the next one that I had is just oh. the way the way he shuts down the way Coach Boone shuts down just oh. like the kids that think they're all that especially oh, yeah. Gary uh-huh. and his buddy when they're getting ready to go on Jerry the, Lewis the <laughs> trip yes that was so good where he's just like oh my gosh he just he just knocks him down so many pegs right. when Gary's like this is the way it is I'm an all star mm-hmm. you might as well just get used to it and then by the end of that like one minute segment. Denzel is literally asking him, you know who your daddy is, don't you? He's like, yes, sir. Honestly, I thought Gary crumbled too hard there, like too quickly about who's your daddy. Oh, you thought? Yeah, like I I think he would be the kind of person that would be pointing over, that's my daddy over there. But his dad is (laughs) dead. Oh, is he? Oh, I thought that was the, that seemed to be the implication. His daddy daddy either left or... uh, Oh man, that's even more harsh. Yeah, and so like he, I don't think he was at all expecting. He's okay because I mean, you have to think about Gary's mentality. He's like thinking, okay, I'm the leader of the team. I'm all Mm -hmm. that. I've always been treated like a superstar. Plus, he was talking to a black man, Mm -hmm. and and his opinion, his opinion of that group of people was not not high to begin with. So he probably thought I can easily put this guy in his, in, in, in his place. And he was not ready for that retort, like at all. That's what made it so great. You know what? Yeah. And given that, I feel like Gary's being so disarmed as he was actually makes more sense that, that he did crumble like he did because it was so unexpected and just out of nowhere. And like he, I doubt he's gotten that type of pushback 
from yeah. anyone else. So, yeah. Thank- so I, I enjoyed that. Awesome. Uh, Paul, what's one more thing? What's another thing you liked? Who you daddy now? <laughs> <laughs> I love the songs, uh, the the Motown songs, all the different throughout the the movie. That I thought the the sound, not the score. Well, the score was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't bad, but I love the the song choices that they had throughout the movie. So you you would say there's ain't no mountain high or valley low. Yeah. Okay. Just goodbye. Just wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nate, were, did you were you a fan of the songs at all? That was that's actually my uh, my classic maker. What? Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, was the music. I think the really? music so perfectly encapsulated just the feel of what was mm. either what was going on in the movie that time period. Um, and I love the score. Like the score, the score has been used on so many sport and Olympic recap videos. Really, <laughs> like, I had just no time idea. And time again. Oh, okay. oh yeah, like especially the Olympics, like just that that triumphant dun 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 dun, dun you know, and uh-huh. it, it's like it's it gets the it gets the blood pumping, and I I I love it. I think it's uh, you know they've got different sports anthems that I just love, like from Rudy, uh-huh. uh, Jerry Goldsmith, and that and uh, and I oh my gosh, who did who's the composer of this one? I totally it's, drew a blank. Well, it's, it's like not Trevor. Is it Trevor Rabin? Rabin or, or? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but anyway, it's, I think yeah. he did a great job. Oh, totally. Uh, um, wow, that, that's, that's really cool. I, I, the music didn't like, wasn't super inspiring for me. I'm glad you guys liked it so much. It certainly wasn't a turnoff or all or anything. It, it definitely fit the movie and helped, helped it with its emotional beats. Uh, some, something else though that I liked goes back to the characters. I keep going back to the characters, but the coach's daughter, like we said, Hayden Pantieri, Pantier, uh, I loved her her interactions with Boone's daughter and how oh, yeah. Boone's daughter was such a girly girl and just how they were juxtaposed. And by the end there, they seemed like they were kind of friends or at least on the same page routine. And I, 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 I just loved how they played off each other. Like Boone's daughter was like, shh <laughs> to her when she's getting all crazy. <laughs> uh, I just, I, those are some of the most laugh out loud moments for, for me. Um, yeah. Let's go back. So, Nate, you shared your classic maker, but what? What's? Why don't you give us a couple of more things that you liked, and then I liked. Paul and I, will um, share. I liked the pacing of the movie in terms of the oh. team getting unified. Yeah, that I was thought, really good. I thought that they. I thought it was a believable pacing in that. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like okay. they did a good job showing just the complete separation at first, mm-hmm. and there was just a very slow build towards them unifying and i felt like it was believable that way it wasn't just like one of those things where one thing happens and they're all just like oh we you know we all like each other Mm -hmm. and stuff it it was they they had to all kind of struggle and beat each other up and and stuff like that and then and then going on that um field trip to uh the was it gettysburg university or whatever that they Mm -hmm. went you Mm -hmm. know it's like and just the way that whole thing was framed and and paced it was just believable in the in because I don't even know how much time they spent out there. It's like it could have been a a week, it could have been like a month. Like you just don't. I, I don't know if they point. ever mentioned like how long they take there, but they keep they keep cutting to the next thing. Uh-huh. You don't know quite how long it's been out there, but you believe like oh, there's been stuff happening between this that has built them up 
you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. to be what they're going to be. So I, I like the pacing on that. Yeah. I, I, I want to say, I think like camps, like football camps, like are essentially hell weeks. So I think those are only week longs, but I don't, I don't know for sure. Yeah. I do want to say, I, I do want to say though that I, I completely agree. That wasn't one of my likes, but yeah, especially to, to like they, they, become really unified at camp. And then when they come back to the real world, they are met with conflict and there is conflict within. It's not just like, Oh yeah, we're totally awesome now with no worries, yeah. but no, <laughs> right. they, they still have to do some work and, and that they even come together, uh, in of themselves without coach Boone, uh, because Julius and Jerry, Gary, Jerry, Gary, uh, sort of say, we need to, we need to work on, work on this is, is great. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, oh, so, oh, give us one more thing real quick that you like, Nate. Oh, um, the, the scene, the scene where Julius visits Gary in the hospital. Oh yeah. Just, just, just crushes blind? me every time I watch it. It's like, and yeah, oh my gosh. Like it's, it's so hard for me not to tear up. Like yeah. when watch, I just think it's like really well acted by mm-hmm. the different actors. Mm-hmm. And cause I mean, they're just so, there's just so much involved as far as, Gary's never going to walk again, yeah. but his best friend's trying to cheer him up. And it's just like, ah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it was just, it was a good scene. Oh. I mean, it's, it's super sad, but it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Gets you right in the feels. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's awesome. Uh, let's go ahead and go to me and Paul's classic makers now, since Nate, you shared yours. Uh, let's start with you, Paul. What was, what was your classic maker for? Remember the Titans, the mighty, mighty Titans. Exactly. The my classic maker is the overall arc where they start with uh, the football players start by their attitude is I don't want to play with them, uh-huh. and by the end of the movie they're like I won't play without them. Oh, uh, okay. So That's that good. whole arc that is, is a good. One, I thought yeah. they did a very good job of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, I think, similar to what Nate was just saying. How, yes, yes. Well, I guess that was going with the more of the pacing side of it. But yeah, that, that, that arc is, was definitely engaging. <clears throat> and probably the, the arc within that that I loved the most was, and I brought this up in the last episode where we talked about Newsies and uh, how David and Jack Kelly started a conflict, but then became friends. But that was way more intense than this, where you have this brotherhood that's built between Julius and Gary. And I, to the point where we just talked about where uh, Julius is the only one that Gary will see in the hospital. And then even after Gary dies, and it almost seems like Julius has become almost a son to Gary's mom and that they're yeah, that tight. Yeah. That, that, that's true. Yeah. Even in real life, they, they, they were talking about how the, the makers of the movie, they were visiting the mom. They said, Oh, we saw Julius. And she said, how's my boy doing? Oh, yes. that's, <laughs> that's so cool. sweet. Yeah. That's cool. I, so I love that. That's just was so great. I love it. The whole, uh, story, uh, I'm not sure what it's called, not an archetype, but the <clears throat> the story trope of enemies becoming friends. That's just, I, I love it. Well, now that we've shared the things we loved about Remember the Titans, we like to go out to social media and ask, hey, what do you guys remember about these movies we cover? So we go out to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and here's what some of you had to say. 
Steve Hamilton says, I really like the cast. Ryan Gosling, Denzel, Denzel, Will Patton, and the bully from Boy Meets World. Who is who is that? Ryan Gosling was... Uh, uh, Not Ryan Gosling, the bully from Boy Meets World. I don't no, remember. I thought he played a... Bully uh, from Boy Meets World. I thought Ryan Gosling was in a couple episodes. I don't know if he's oh. a bully, though. Oh, I don't know. Well, Ryan Gosling was in Boy Meets World. Hold on, I could be I could be very very wrong on that. That's funny Hold that on. he mentioned, or I'm not sure who commented, but that Ryan Gosling was the first one mentioned. <laughs> like, like well, he was the standout actor. It, well, and, he was nominated recently for Best Actor. So yeah, that is true. But and I, we uh, I borrowed this movie from uh, our our chief engineer engineers Danae and Travis Berg. Uh, and Danae had said, yeah, and Ryan Gosling's in this? I'm like, what? I don't remember that at all. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious watching it now because he's just like, he's still like, I mean, you could, you know, you can see he's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's 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 a, a handsome guy. He's gonna, you know, he can, he's he's a good actor. He's gonna go places and stuff. But he's still kind of like this kind of strong, uh, scrawny, uh, yeah, guy. exactly, just kind of exactly. hamming hamming it up on camera. It's uh-huh. pretty funny. He seems much more kit. He seems more kid now than man. Uh, it's not. It's not Ryan Gosling on Boy Meets World. Okay, who's the bully? Looking. All right, all right. I'll continue all with right. Steve's comment. He says the Gettysburg scene was awesome. It really tied into the whole plot, and I love the speech that was given about how it's the same fight today as it was during the Civil War. I personally think that Disney is really good at sports movies and putting in a unique twist on their storylines. Hashtag yeah. strong side. Hashtag left side. All right. awesome. Ethan Serp- Serpley, he's the big guy. He uh, was on Boy Meets World. Maybe he played the bully. Oh, okay. Maybe. That makes sense. Uh, then, So thank you, Steve. Katie Peeler says, Ain't no mountain high. <laughs> and does it. So thank you, Kate. Uh, <laughs> That's all the song you get. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she's put. If uh, we sing any more, we owe them some, some oh, good copyright point, good money. Point. Yeah. Uh, P. Venusak says, of the pods, and he's from the Podstalgic podcast. He says, everything, everything. It's my favorite sports movie. The Your Mama jokes, young Ryan Gosling, Hayden Panifitz, <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Not, oh my gosh, no. Oh, wrong Hayden. Oh, man. <laughs> wrong that, Hayden. that would have taken the movie down a few pegs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Uh, then uh, the 30 something movie podcast says, Great movie. I don't scratch my head unless it itches, and I don't dance unless I hear some music. I will not be intimidated. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Thank you, 37 Movie Podcast. Finally, Peter Guzman says, I don't remember them at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we'll find out here in a bit, Peter, if you should even try to remember them or build a memory, I should say. Now let's get to the things we didn't like about Remember the Titans. I will kick us off by saying it seems like the movie is very front. So I liked Boone's speeches, but it seems very front loaded with them. I I almost, I was worried that it was going to, this movie was just going to be a perpetual speech or Boone is going to be a speech machine throughout the whole movie. Cause there's so many from the start of the movie to camp to when they get back. Oh, I didn't Uh, notice that. Well, it's, it seemed like every every scene, it was a speech from him. I'm glad it didn't end up being that. Did you see the movie Fences? No, I haven't seen Fences. 
because I was about to say, I don't recommend you do because <laughs> Denzel does an amazing job of just like it's each scene is like a speech between different five different people. And it's oh, wow. just on and on. Yeah. So I well, thought it was brilliantly acted. Well, but, that, that's um, adapted from a, a stage play, which that seems more stage play ish to have speeches and monologues and well coaches give speeches so they attempt to they attempt to that's true (laughs) yeah i don't think most of them are as compelling and vibrant as these speeches well that's what they said is that the uh the real coach in real life was very compelling and Mm -hmm. very uh dramatic that way yeah which is amazing so that but that's something i didn't like Uh, nate what's something you didn't like um Okay, every, everybody was is saying that Hayden did a good job, and 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 she Everybody. did. I'm not going to attempt to to pronounce her last name. Um, but <laughs> but the way the way her part was written uh-huh. just started to annoy the heck out of me. Oh, <laughs> I can see that. I can I, see that. I I I, it, I felt like she just went like full tilt on the brat, on like uh, just a hundred percent brat. Mm. Like she was giving attitude and being disrespectful yeah. to not only like her you know like people her own age but I, I, I'm to, sorry you're to players and and the Francisco you're and, sounding a lot like Nate here with the bratty <laughs> I know I'm actually having a, a, pro, a, a problem with the, the bratty kids no I don't know there was something about it where I was like okay we get it you're a rebellious nine-year-old okay that's fine you know I don't I don't know for some reason it just kind of it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way I don't know why you know what it you know what it probably is too what, what? like I don't I don't necessarily care for the character she plays now, like in heroes. Like what's it? No, like no, well, even in here, even in heroes, she was just you know misadded. She's always been misattitude, uh, and and that's and what I've, she does I've, well. I've, I've you know I've <laughs> I've caught I've caught some scenes from 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 Nashville that she's on, and oh. she you know it's like just seems she's always playing a perpetual you know what, and it's mm. just like. And it's like maybe that's just that's what she was just born to play, but for some reason it just started. Yeah, it just started. It just started to annoy me a little bit in the movie, um, where I was kind of like, all right, let's get but let's get back to the 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 camaraderie with the team and all sure. that other stuff. It's like don't need to have that, this little brat shouting from the sidelines like, yeah. come on. <laughs> so you must have like, really related with Coach Boone's daughter then, <laughs> giving her the look, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. So anyway, anyway, I don't, I don't know why that, I don't know why that uh, bugged me so much, but it just kind of did. I, I can yeah. understand that though. My my wife Christy has the same thing with Katie Sackoff. The of all, she oh, okay. feels like yeah. she played, she's uh, played Starbuck, Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica, and also she's in mm-hmm. uh, Longmire, which is a Netflix show. I recommend <laughs> both of those, by the way. If, I think those have been past new tubes of mine. Anyway. She plays a kind of similar role in both those and in several of the things we've seen her in. That's kind of her shtick. And it, it, it doesn't bother me. It bothers Christy. So I, I get the idea that uh, actors play some, playing some of the roles, it's like it's not going to hit everyone. So Sure, sure. <clears throat> Especially if they play him bratty. 
<laughs> and disobedient. See, I didn't feel like she was particularly disobedient when her dad told her to stop it. She stopped it. So I think maybe that was her saving Kinda, grace for no, me. Well, I, I agree with that, but I do think that her father let her get away with oh, too totally. much. Oh, yeah. totally. Yes. Yeah. Letting her Agreed. act a certain way. And it might be because I, I, I can't remember. I did, did, did the mother leave? Did she say that she left or so did she pass I, away? I read this I didn't in real life. I don't, yeah, I didn't pick it up in the movie. In real life, this is according to IMDb. They were separated, and all the daughters actually lived with the mom, but the filmmakers okay. didn't want to work in, like, especially right. if they're only going to keep one daughter, having him visit her. And apparently, she, right. w- she went to a lot of the games anyway, so they just had her live with him. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just, it, and obviously, so they had a very strong bond, you know, the father yeah. and the daughter yeah. and stuff. But it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know. She would just, <laughs> she, I just think she was just maybe allowed to get away with just a bit too much. And he'd just be like, nah, she's just like that. You know, kind of like that, that attitude. Yeah. Like, so anyway, so it's uh it wasn't a deal breaker for me. It just was, it just was a little annoying. Rubbed all. you the wrong way. <laughs> Never rubbed another man. Drew Barb. That's not <laughs> right at all. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Hayden>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Paul, why don't you give us one thing you didn't like about Remember the Titans? Okay, this is kind of weird. Um, I don't know if it's it's not necessarily a dislike, but when... Uh, well, I'm glad Koshi, we're in the dislike section then for you to share a not dislike. Well, I wrote it down in my dislike section. All right. Because at first I was like, I don't know if I agree with this, and I want to hear what you guys think. Oh. When Coach Boone was talking to Coach Yost about, um, hey, you're being too soft on the boys, and you're... You're you're cutting them and uh, you're crippling me, you know, mm-hmm. and you're crippling them. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. I know to a point where you can coddle someone. You're babying him too much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Pop your out the mouth and let the boy grow up. <laughs> yeah, major pain there. Yeah, um, there is a point where you can be too soft and you can uh, baby them too much and. And I don't know. And I get the point of Boone wanting to be hard. If you're hard on them, then they can actually go out and beat the other teams they go against uh, who have coaches that are hard on them. So I understand why. But do you think that the other coach was crippling him? Hmm. You know what? I I took it in an entirely different context. Oh, Hmm. Um, he was banging his legs and crippling him. No, no, no. I I felt that Denzel was basically saying because he he made a specific comment saying you baby all of the black players. Yeah. Yeah. But you but you're hard on the white players. Yeah. And he was basically saying it needs to be the other way around because they are going to go out into the world in fa- as it stands right now and and face more hardship, way more hardship mm. than the white kids are going to face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you had better be tough on them because that's all they're going to. That's, that's all that's, they need to get stronger in order to face the world. That's going to, that, that, that is, that, that they face right now. That's just right. what I got. Yeah. Right. Right. So do you think he was being too soft? Well, I mean, he was being soft in terms of like, I don't know, just as far as the game, the game goes, but he also wanted to see like, you know, he wanted to see if they had a problem. I, I mean, I guess I, I, I don't know how to phrase it. Like it's. Should, so do you think he should have let PD play or he, he should have PD should have 
been left on the sidelines to cry about it. Well, at the end, he didn't want PD to play. He was like, fine, Ryan Gosling. If you want to la-la yourself to the bench, I guess you can do that. But right. it's, yeah, I guess that was. Decision. I guess that was kind of a reversal because he lets PD play, which he gets, or he he tries to kind of sneak him into a new position. That's before which he, him and Denzel which talk. He, which yeah. He, which, yeah, which he kind of gets in trouble for. And then when he actually tries to stick to his guns and not let PD play, then it's one of those things where all the players are like, oh, come on, PD can do really well. And he's like, well, I guess everything I've been trying to work on just goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. But that so, actually happened in real life. That oh, was did it? Tr- yeah. Oh, okay. That whole, yeah. Except PD wasn't called out in the, ga- in the game. It was during practice that that happened in oh, real life. Oh, okay. okay. And, he, and the coaches did talk to each other beforehand. They, they didn't. In the movie, they right. they did it just to create drama, you know. Oh, right. oh, okay. I, I want to say this to what you're bringing up, uh, Paul. That I felt at first that Yost was in the right, and it wasn't because he was babying PD. It's just because he recognized that different people need different things. Not everyone will be responsive to a harsh a harshness and that right. won't always bring out the best in every single person however that, that's why i have that's why i initially felt the same way that's why i put on my dislike i was yeah. like look there's a time to to hug and there's a time to you know discipline yeah but however after that was before denzel said what you exactly what you're bringing up nate that the world's gonna be hard and you're just making they need to get hard for the world that they're going to go out into completely wrong paraphrase, but that was the gist of it. After that, I'm like, okay, that actually does make sense. And there you go. So you're crippling the butterfly. So we shouldn't help anybody. Exactly. Everyone's out for themselves. (laughs) Okay. No. So it's just, it's just interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Let's see. Uh, something else I didn't like was, I feel like, and this, well, actually, I'm going to table mine because this is, it'll actually be a lead into, into my tragic maker. So okay. I'm going to go back to Nate. For what special. Exactly. I'm going to go back to Nate. What's, what's one more thing you didn't like? And then we'll get, okay. all get into yeah. our tragic makers. Yeah. Because there wasn't a lot, there was not a lot that I disliked at all about the movie, but mm-hmm. there, was, there was one thing uh, during the championship game. Uh, in the halftime, the, during the halftime in the locker room, uh-huh. and it just felt like it was just kind of like this. Everything wraps up nicely, really quick. Like where he's, <laughs> where yeah. you know, Coach Boone asked Julius, like you know, or basically says, "It's okay, it's okay if we're all going to lose." And Julius is like, "With all due respect, sir, blah blah <laughs> blah." You know, we came here to win. And then the other coach comes in, Coach Yo, is it Yost? Coach yes, Yost, yes, yeah. Yost. Yeah, and then he basically has this real quick, you boys taught me the blah, 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 and it's like, okay, we're all just having these nice little, you know, uh, sunshiny uh, yeah. lessons being learned mm-hmm. all within like a 30-second span. Wait, wait, wait. Not Coach Boone said all these speeches. Everyone quick, give your little speech. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's our turn, Coach Boone. Yeah. So I don't know, but he just he pops in and there was something super cheesy just about he's just like, I agree. You boys taught me that blah blah blah. And it's just like it's so on the nose yes. that it's like, oh, we didn't have to we didn't have to say that. We yeah. didn't <laughs> I mean, we unless it was true, college. unless he literally said that in the locker room. But mm. I, I don't know. And, uh, and maybe maybe it was, but maybe it's still 
you're making <laughs> you're crafting a movie and you think you'd want to remove cheese especially at a moment like that and so I think, wh- why yeah it just it just it just dipped into the cheese just for a little bit and then mm-hmm. and then came right back out for the second half so yeah. i found it inspirational maybe i find cheese inspirational <laughs> maybe well you find it i I'm you, just too cynical. <laughs> you find moments like that pretty gouda, so that's fine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. That was pretty sharp of you there. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> uh, and some we... other cheese-related puns. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Come on. I'm not, Don't have my toes finish. here. Anyway, you slice Before it, I go okay. blue here. Uh... <laughs> Your theory is full of holes. <laughs> These some Swiss hot chocolate right now. What? <laughs> let's go to our... Tra- let's have you guys, your tragic makers. Then I'll do my last dislike and my tragic maker. Okay. So, Paul, let's start with you. What's, what's the thing you hate most about Remember the Titans? I didn't like watching Denzel Washington as Coach Boone be so mean Ooh. and tough. Uh... I understand why. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I said before, if you want to beat tough teams, you got to be tough on the the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I found out later. I've watched uh, some of the behind the scenes and listened to. There's actually a couple of a uh, of audio commentaries on the DVD that um, you should check out if you like the movie. And apparently, the real life coach is like twice as hard as mean as Denzel played him. Mm-hmm. So good job, Denzel, for lightening it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still too hard for Paul. But that's what I like least about it is Got watching it. that. Did you feel like he was a likable character? I know that's the thing for you, wine a likable character. Yeah, that's the problem. He he was such a mixed bag. It's like okay. in some ways he was and I you know he was right on the money, try to be fair, mm-hmm. you know, to everybody. Mm-hmm. And it, and he even helped him out. Like he'd pull him aside and like help him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what made I think the the harshness be so mean. Like it's like here you are helping the boys out, and then on the next scene you're continuing to blow the whistle as they're they're they don't have any more to give. You know. So Paul doesn't um, like three dimensional characters. All right, uh, yeah. Nate, what's yeah. what's your classic maker? <laughs> My tragic maker. A tragic maker. Dang uh, it. Let's see. Oh, it's all good. Um, this is, I, this is hard to explain, uh, because the movie was already almost two hours and I was like thinking, oh man, if they could just show a little bit more diversity in the community in Mm. terms of, I just thought there was a very hard line that was set between the black and white community. Mm Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a lot of gray shown and maybe in that totally could have been just the times it and was things, and that things literally were that. But yeah. I don't know, like I would just it just seemed like it seemed, you know, it's, it's like the the racists were super racist. The the, oh. you know, and the people that were, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, all it's very kinda, extremist. Like you it, didn't see is, a lot of people that were like, uh, I think I mean, this is okay. It's, it's well, there's those, they're here. because those kind of people tend to go in the background and it was super racist. But I mean, they they, oh, they no, cut no, things I, yeah. out of the movie that happened in real life just so that they could keep it at a PG rating. And that makes sense. And I, I have no doubt it was terrible back then. But it was one of those things where it's like what they did show 
and the the characters they did show, I just felt, you know, in the words of Spinal Tap, they took it to an eleven. You know, it was like, <laughs> you know, for for so it's either you were like super dialed up racist or you were, I don't know, I I don't know. It's, it's okay kind of hard to it. explain. It, and and kind of like you were cool with everybody or yeah, you cool with you know, nobody. But, but 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 I guess the more that I think about it, it, it might have been they that they used the team, the characters of the team to represent that gray area. Oh yeah, and the two sides coming together to eventually turn to acceptance. So I don't That's know. So I I was debating about whether or not to even make that like my tragic maker. Just this, like I wanted to kind of see a little bit more gray. Or it's like surely there must have been one parent that could have given their kid a pep talk <laughs> as far as you know, like well you know maybe what we are doing or how we are treating these people isn't the right way to well, go. Yeah. But 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 you don't really get any input from any of the adult figures except for the coaches obviously um but but like the parents or you know any any part of the community it's really just the boys versus the or the team and the coaches versus the community like it's i do feel like you get a glimmer of it in gary's mom when he's at the hospital and she tells julius that he's the only one that Gary's yes. the only one he wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. And it's yeah. not like she's not playing it as in, oh, she hates him for that, but right. as in, oh, time, time is time has passed and she's grown to yeah, exactly. accept him. So yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, they, they've got yeah, that's true. And like I said, you can only do so much in two hours, and you got to like show this whole story and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's it's. And I'll probably change my mind on that tomorrow. <laughs> right now, it's like you know, it's like uh, they, I don't know. They had a fixed number of nuance points yeah. and they had to put the all those into denzel's character that's super nuanced and so everything else had to be very extreme there you go the so thank you nate uh the thing i didn't like the lot la- my last dislike leaning into my tragic maker was i feel like i would rather have seen this story the story about uh, uh white people and black people coming together and finding that they're we're all part of the human race and becoming a team, I would have liked to see that this same story with a military backdrop, something with real stakes. Like I feel like, yeah, football. I'm not the hugest football fan. It's fine, but I feel like you know when your lives are on the line, the lives of the people that you're fine with are on the line. Sure, that should watch Glory. I was I've say, seen you, Glory. You've seen yeah. Glory, right? Yes, I have seen Glory. <laughs> But, but and you're right. I love That's Glory. A, the Glory is great. But that was that was uh, white commanders though leading a an entire. Mm-hmm. Uh, black regiment, and yeah. so that was that was kind of like authority, yeah, versus versus the group that they were leading. So you're right. If, if there was a different, if there was a different scenario with with a mix, and, a, divi- a diverse mix of people having to overcome those Star Trek well, differences. No. And you have, I'm sure, there's a story like that when they integrated armies for I don't know if it would be World War One or World War Two. I want to say World War Two. And yeah, with the red tails, is that that movie with the, the well? Plane? Yeah, that that well, that's a whole squadron of black pilots. I but I know that there was that there yeah. was that inter- forced integration because we need troops and we don't care right now. We need manpower. <laughs> so, and I I I love and hate that the military has to be the 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 point of contact for or that that initiator for races to get together. But I also think, well, I want to see the story in that setting. For all the reasons I just said. Yeah. That being said, to get to my tragic like this maker. movie because it's not military? I said okay. I didn't like, I felt like the story could, let me get to my tragic maker. Maybe right, it'll right, give right, you more right. context. 
I and this is Nate, you were sort of speaking to this a little bit. I feel like overall this movie just felt very after school special safe mm. in terms of mm. like its conflict and antagonism that it presented. I don't know, maybe just one more degree of 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 uh conflict and it would have been I would have been fine with it. But I feel like the, it was too soft. Yeah, like like maybe it's because they were going for PG or something. But I feel like yeah. it was just all this. Yeah, it, it, there's it not handicaps. enough KKK representation. <laughs> well, and I because like why can they have burned a cross or two? I My honestly goodness. incepted like I figured okay, when's the cross burning coming? I feel like that's in this movie somewhere, right? They yeah. put a, a burned cross on Denzel Washington's <laughs> lawn, but no, it's a brick. <laughs> Why couldn't they get a little bit more uh, time to kill? Uh, a little, <laughs> little, little, little closer to that, or Mississippi burning? Exactly. Or I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, I just felt like it, it. It made if they had gone through conflicts like that, it would have made the the climax of the movie they even did. The stronger. Kid was shot in a market at the beginning, but they didn't show that. But that's what the riot was at the beginning of the movie. Oh, was, oh, was a, that cut or something? That's like as close as they could touch on something like that yeah well but i'm yeah. uh, just talking about it i so. just like i said i felt like it was bordering yeah, after it would have raised special. the stakes yeah and more. yeah, yeah and maybe i wouldn't have needed to seen the story in the military saying if those stakes were raised higher in terms of you'd like, all be dead if it weren't for these guys <laughs> coming together <laughs> <laughs> well so, it's interesting too how sunshine's dad you know, he, he makes the point of there. Didn't he say like, uh, if these boys, I figure if these boys can, uh, fight a war together. Yeah. Oh yeah. And exactly. they can play football together. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Sunshine's dad. I'm curious. <laughs> was Sunshine gay or not? Or was okay. just experimenting? Oh, was interesting... wow. We're going to open that can. All right. <laughs> yes. Let's, okay. Let's, I'm glad Cause I'm curious because what, after, when this movie came out, I, I was a few years after, just a few years after high school, uh-huh. still in college. Yeah. So I was still fresh. And at the time, I knew for sure, oh, he was just kidding. He was just trying to razz him, you know, mm-hmm. just to to pull his chain or whatever to to get his goat. But, um, and those are not sexual references. <laughs> but now. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> but watching it now, I totally can't tell yeah like, you felt differently yeah like no i i don't know i think i think sunshine just knew i think sunshine knew the exact way to disarm gary because yes. uh, okay. gary, That's was how bigger, I... gary was bigger and stronger and and maybe he didn't feel threat well he felt threatened by sunshine because sunshine was also a really good quarterback but um, I think at the time, Sunshine knew the only way I'm going to tick this guy off is is to just go extreme and just pretend right. like I, I like him that way. But See, they never show. Oh, go ahead, Paul. No, they never answer it. See, I'm, I'm, I agree with both of you because, Nate, that's exactly how I felt when I first well, saw it. they leave this. it a little and ambiguous. Then, and sure, now they but... leave it so ambiguous in my head. I'm like... Maybe he was gay because you never see him with any girls. I mean, you see girls like fawn over him. No, you, you never, never do. And even, even in the montages, I don't think they showed him really hanging out like directly right. with girls or anything. Yeah. So, right. I, I so, think they just kind of leave it open, you know, right. just kind of like it just like he's a good quarterback, but you don't quite. Yeah. You don't know where he stands mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was curious what, what your guys thoughts were. So I'm glad we, we 
took a little sidebar to discuss that. Now, though, that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready, on your mark. Do we rate Remember the Titans, a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's only worth a rewatch. Uh, there might be better football movies to, like, if you're looking for a football movie, maybe skip this one and see another one. Or a tragic, it's not worth seeing at all. If you have good memories of it, don't sully those memories with a rewatch. So let's go and tell people what we think. Nate. How do you rate this movie? You know, I still it was so it was it was hard for me because I was like I was really yeah. wanting to rate this a classic, but just all in all, I gotta rate it a nostalgic. There's something about it that doesn't quite put in. I love the movie and I think it's great and I think it's really well acted, but just for some reason, I just it just doesn't get into the classic territory. Yeah. I got to keep it at nostalgic on this one, mm. I think. Okay. So. You don't know what it is. I felt it was a little bit on the long side. Like if you ever stop the movie and pick it up later, it's too long of a movie. It totally breaks it up. Oh. See, um, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that at all the other night. Like I seriously thought the movie was like an hour and a half. When yeah. It finished. Oh, yeah. I that way I too. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like almost two hours have passed. Like, so for, oh. for me, it goes really fast. I think the pacing, like mm-hmm. I said before, the pacing is great so i think okay. it's like there's all the makings of a classic there but i don't know like i just don't think i can recommend it to every single person i talk to because mm-hmm. i think it really just depends on your taste if you even like sports if you even yeah um i mean there's enough relationship well, stuff to give it a, a thumbs up isn't but about football it's Football's not but just it, the background it's not but you have to you have to at least have an appreciation for it yeah, I, th- I think if you loathe sports or any sports at all, I don't know. I just think it might be a little bit more of a struggle to get through. Yeah. Um, then it's then the some bratty others. girl. You can watch. <laughs> it's a lot of what? It's the bratty girl. It's the it's that bratty girl. She just destroys it. For- no, I don't know. It's just little things. Like yeah. it's just little things that just bring it down a peg. Whether yeah, or not it's yeah, yeah. it's dipping into moments of cheesiness here and there. Or um, you know, it they, it just kind of gets Disneyfied every now and then mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention at the end of that funeral where they're singing "Na Na Na Goodbye." I'm like, that's oh, just that too on the nose, right there. So sweet. <laughs> oh, totally it's sweet, disagree. But it's like it's like really. I mean, it's like <laughs> I can see them like singing like Two Unlimited's "Get Ready for This" or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I don't know. Do they do that during their teammates like when they have a birth or something like in the family? Y'all was ready? 1971, so no. I don't know. Well, that was the 80s by then, but no, no, I know. I, I don't know. It's, but that, that's just it for me. I, I don't okay. know for some reason yeah. it just doesn't quite read classic. So yeah. All righty. So nostalgic from Nate, Paul. What say you? I thought this movie was fantastic. I recommend it to anybody. And I'm not a sports guy. Okay. I thought it was feel good. I, it's definitely a classic. You know, um. I watched this actually. I watched it three different times this past week. Oh because, wow! Whoa! Because I saw it with the two commentaries yeah, and yeah. Uh, okay. one with the real coaches and the other one with the director, the screenwriter, and the producer Jerry Bruckheimer. Um, and in the middle, I I paused the one of them, and I was like, 
at the be at earlier that day, I was like, man, I have to watch this movie again because I want I like the movie and I want to hear it. But then when I, during the break of watching the movie, it's like I don't have to. It's I get to watch <laughs> this movie. I was so pumped and I excited, <laughs> and I this is the I, privilege. <laughs> yeah, it it's fantastic. I can't recommend it higher. So is that classic? I don't think you ever actually said. Ah, uh, you know what? You're pushing me, but I'll go ahead and say it. It's a classic. <laughs> All right, very fair. So we got nostalgic. We got classic. For me, I'm I'm right in the same boat with you, Nate. I is I'm so torn what? on what to rate this. So this is one of those movies that this is the first time I've seen this probably since it came out, and I saw it. I haven't really okay. had a lot of interest to see it. It's uh, we only saw it because I forget which listener asked, like, hey, why don't you do more football movies? So me and Paul's like, okay, we'll try to add some football movies. Okay, but this was shot up to the list. A lot of people it voted did. on it. Yeah, any given Sunday was shot down to the bottom. Yeah, so there are differences. Yeah, there there definitely are differences. And you know what I? Like you, I'm pretty much this is probably word for you, word for word with Nate. But there, there are things I like about this movie, and sort of my my hallmarks for a classic. It's I didn't fall asleep. It, I would share it with my <laughs> kids. It was enjoyable on the whole. But I, I just I don't know if I can rate a classic. It's because now that I've seen it again, I don't really know if I'd have that much interest to see it again. Mm. Yeah, you didn't find it inspiring. No, and I think it's you know uh-huh. I think it's why I was saying before it doesn't have enough teeth to it. I think I just need just a little There's not I, enough blood. I yes. just need just one canine. Give me one canine or something. I I just don't <laughs> know. A dog. I mean, like, if 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 we were to review Rudy right now, I would put a classic stamp on it because I see, just that's love what my wife movie. said. She I said Rudy was a better football movie. movie, and I think I think the struggle that he and the odds that he faced and to get to the point where he where it ended where it ended. It's just it's just a, an amazing story. Not to say this wasn't an amazing story, but I think, like you said, I think they took a bit too much of the bite and the edge off uh-huh. of it uh, for Remember the Titans. Yeah, just to to make it as impactful as a movie like Rudy was. See, so, and I haven't seen Rudy, so and I oh. haven't either. And my wife oh, really loves okay. both movies. Oh, so. does that mean you guys can't review it eventually? Well, no, no. no. Of our patrons it sounds like are... we're gonna have to like okay. do a, a, right. a, a reunion and cover Rudy together. Just <laughs> oh, to see maybe, how maybe. Right. Uh, that's 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 cool to to hear. Yeah, okay. Um, I do want to say that I'm really looking forward to doing the replacements because I like me some comedy in football movies. So. <laughs> I never saw that. What? Oh my goodness! Go watch it right you, now. You will believe oh, Keanu oh. Reeves can play football. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll go watch that right now. If you swear to go watch Rudy right now, because I guarantee you, you're going to get way better caliber acting in Rudy <laughs> than you will in the replacements. Okay, football. So like, like a hundred and ten percent. So, in in Rudy, does he say the quarterback? I can't carry this football for you, but I can carry you. That's exactly right. And then he picks Frodo up on his shoulders exactly. and runs into the end zone. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is the biggest tear jerker. <sighs> and then Gandalf flies through the field goal goalposts, and it's go. just it's, well, it's awesome. You know, Goonies never say die. All right, let's. <laughs> 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> All that being said, I think we have to rate. Oh, out. Okay, here's a little fly in the ointment. I mean, it's not really a fly. We have, <laughs> we, one of, again, if you're. I thought that was only for Ty. If, well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you guys, I'll let you uh, speak to this since we have both the first mate and a chief on board for this round. Our, if you give to the show at the $2 more level, you get to have a say in what we rate these movies. And here, it's called our retro, uh, Rewind Republic, and I put the the call out, hey, will you guys rate this movie? And we had a couple responses, and they rated Remember the Titans All Told, if I get this up, a classic. So we have two votes for classic for Remember the Titans. But now I'm not sure if, if they should necessarily <laughs> make this. Well, then they would make it a draw, and that wouldn't be very satisfying. <laughs> so, have you ever had a draw before? Oh, yes. Well, that's where the patrons come in. Yeah. And they would help break the draw. Oh, okay. So, okay. see, Francisco's changing it up a bit. So no, now they create the draw. No. So I think I'm going to say we appreciate you guys for because they know what classic. they're talking about. That's why we appreciate. We're <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic, but I think we're going to have to say it. Go with the hosts on the show and rate according to the Retro Rewind podcast. Remember the Titans is a disputed nostalgic movie. So who's your daddy now? <laughs> <laughs> if you have fond memories of this movie, definitely give it a rewatch. <clears throat> but if you haven't seen it before, uh, probably it may not be the movie Do for it. you. Maybe go see Rudy or the replacements. All right, now uh, let's get to our feedback section, Alice. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty, so some announcements before we get to, uh, well, kind of feedback. As always, go to cast your go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash vote to vote up and down the movies you want us to cover. Uh, if you if it's been a while since you've been there, we recently uh, changed it so that we import it. We had an old list of right hundreds. Of we had an old list of hundreds, which is still there, but we decided to consolidate and take the top 15 and move those over into a new list. This way, people that have been fans for a while can still participate, and people that are new listeners can also participate, and they have they both have input, and the people that maybe voted once and had never listened to the show, their votes aren't going to weigh as much as... Uh, new and long-time listeners. So again, go retrorewindpodcast.com slash vote. If we were to close voting today, the top five movies would be uh, Disney's animated Robin Hood, The Muppet Christmas Carol, Spirited oh, wow. Away, The Transformers The Movie, and Monsters, Wait, 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 Inc. wait. Yes. Which movie, Transformers? The, animated, the live action? The live animated. action. Okay. The, the power. What is it? The power? I've got the power? No. The Weird Al. No, I've got the touch. I've got oh, the yeah. touch. I've got the power. Those creepy 80 songs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> i got the touch. <laughs> Needs a montage. So, again, uh, we love it. If you, We love doing the movies you want, want us to cover. So go vote up and down those movies. 
Uh, I also want to say, if you want to help support the show, maybe you, you can't make a commitment of being a patron and giving every month. That's totally fine. Another way you could support the show financially is by buying some of our merch. Go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store, and that will redirect you to our Teespring store where you can buy T-shirts, where you can buy uh, hoodies, uh, and any of those purchases go to help the show. And finally, one more thing I want to mention in terms of announcements is we are still partnered this summer, summer 2017, with uh, the Christian with Christian Geek Central doing the Summer Free Movie Club, where we will pick a move, one movie each month, which you can watch for free on Voodoo.com or Crackle.com. It's usually a sci-fi or fantasy or horror themed, and we we pick a movie. Everyone that's part of the movie club watches it, and then we each bring a spiritual, a spiritually themed question to a Google Hangout that we all participate in and sort of have a conversation, kind of like if you were to go out with friends and watch a movie and then go out to coffee or cake after and just discuss the movie. Say, what do you think about this? So where do you think maybe God plays into this aspect of the movie? So if that type of conversation really charges you up, uh, definitely go to summerfree.com and get all the details to join. Do you think there's football in heaven? Oh, my gosh. Well, American football or soccer? Both. Maybe they combined it. Maybe. I I really have no... I have no dog in that race. Wait, what? Uh, uh, Horse in that race. Not all dogs go to heaven? What? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyway, the movie we'll be covering, we'll be talking about in July, but you can currently watch for free in June, is 1984, the adaptation of the George Orwell book. And we will be doing the the actual discussion hangout on July 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So, again, that's July 8th, 2017, if you're listening to this in the far future. Uh, It was great. We had a great time. Anyway. Uh, Where can people go to sign up ahead of time? Like I said, summerfree.com. We'll have the links to that. Uh, In terms of feedback, I just want to say thank you to uh, Rob, to uh, Diego, who's at the Latina Lawyer, uh, people on Facebook, that everyone that just just sort of shares our content or tweets at us, engages with us. It's awesome getting to interact with you. And by all means, uh, Paul will tell you where you can find us on those social media networks. Get Uh, out. But it's awesome. (laughs) When we get oh, to interact sorry. with you, we're and not we, doing the the patron. No, are we? No, sorry. we are not. Sorry. <laughs> wow. But we please take us out. We'd love to interact with you. Any of those places. Now we have just about reached our last nap point and the end of the episode. If you are new to the show, thank you so much for listening and getting this far. I I would imagine we entertain you in some way. So why not uh, subscribe to the show? You know, you're, you're here already in your iTunes, your Google Play, what have you. Uh, but just hit that subscribe button and subscribe to us again on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, whatever. Any podcatcher you could probably find us in. Uh, but if you have been loving this show for a while, please consider becoming one of our patrons. Uh, go to patreon.com slash podcast to support us financially so that we can do things like improving our audio quality or travel to conventions. Uh, thanks to you guys, Paul is able to come up to Oregon this October and we're going to go to the Portland retro gaming, uh, show convention. It's, it's a retro gaming, uh, convention convention up here. Uh, 
so for and for just one dollar an episode, which is about two dollars a month, you will get even more content like new things like our new tubes. We we just played karaoke conundrum where uh, one of us surprised everyone with their knowledge of mo- of uh, old movie music. So it was Unagi. quite impressive. Unagi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, we also have commentaries, but uh, thank you to everyone who is a current patron. And uh, your support makes a big difference. With that, we now have reached Nav Point Omega. Paul, can you give us, do you have any intel on our next mission? Well, next time we'll be going back to the year 1982 for the movie Tron. So if you want to share your memories about that or talk to us about anything, you can contact us at Retro Rewind Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Also, check out our videos of game streams and pod trailers on youtube.com slash Retro Rewind Podcast. And if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, go to pauljpowers.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. You're an awesome friend, awesome co-host, awesome fellow lineman in this time-traveling football game we're playing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Left side. Strong side. Strong side. <laughs> left side. Strong side. Strong side. What is this about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> None of us ever played football. Yeah. <laughs> Were they saying like the left side is usually weak and like it's and I, but it's I don't strong know. now? Like I, I wanna say they played Julius and Gary played on the left side, and maybe so that made them the strong side. I I really don't know. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Okay, so it wasn't just me. Yeah, you football fans, let us know. Regardless, thank you, Paul, for being all those things, and uh, also want to say awesome thank you to Nate for coming back to the show for being one of our our regulars. It's so great whenever you can come back. Please come yeah. back again. And where can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, not a whole lot. <laughs> as far as, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Nate Voices. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you can go to uh, my Fiverr profile if you need a recording done of any sort. Awesome. Um, so I'm doing recordings for that. And then that should be at Fiverr.com slash Nate Henderson. So. And yeah, we have nice. links for those on Nate's host page. Just if you're in at our website, uh, Nate, oh, awesome. you'll see Thanks. Nate's uh, little face, and you click on that, and then that'll take you to his page where there's a couple links to those. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, thank you again, Nate, and thank you, you right now listening. Thank you so much, Re- regardless of what you're doing, whether you're washing dishes or maybe driving to work or whatever, whatever you're doing. We pray that this episode brings you some amount of joy, that you're able to bring a smile to your face, that you're able to, I guess, forget or at least um, solve the hardship of today. And if, But if you're having a great day, hopefully it just adds to the greatness. But thank you for listening, for everyone who subscribes, for subscribing, for supporting the show, sharing the podcast with your friends. All of that is so awesome. Like always, you can catch us on the Retro Junkies Network and also on the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. But like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega.
and return to base. <laughs> All right, now I don't want them to hear another podcast. You blitz all night. If they cross the line and start listening to other podcasts, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they heard the Retro Rewind podcast. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>